On this episode, we review our dinner at Topolino's Terrace, Flavors of the Riviera. Today is September 20th, 2022. This is episode 497 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And then if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you did not get those dining reservations you wanted at your 60 days out, don't worry. Mouse Dining is going to remove the frustration of booking that Disney dining, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. If you visit msmfriends.com, you can use this free service. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to mainstmagictravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. So we are talking about Disney's Topolinos. Mmm, so good. I'm going to yeah. be so hungry after we talk about I know. About we should have eaten first. We should have. <laughs> Uh, this is located at Disney's Riviera Resort, and this is at the Epcot Resort area. This is French or Italian. It is character dining for only breakfast. It is a fine signature dining, and your discounts are annual pass, receives 10%. And, of course, there is no dining plans available as of right now. Not No no announcement from D23, I'll tell you that much. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breakfast does run from 7.30 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. And dinner from 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And I'll say this is one of the places where my mouse dining really can come in handy. Absolutely. This is, this is one of those top reservations. It's extremely hard to get, whether breakfast or dinner. Yes. Uh, we recommend both. <laughs> we have now done both. Absolutely. Uh, this is actually our second full sit-down dinner. Yes. We went back not long after it opened, mm-hmm. and then about six months after we did breakfast which we absolutely loved uh we had a large group we did this was for amy's birthday pretty much yeah well it was i mean this yeah this was her actual birthday and all the timing worked out that they were going to be there we were coming down we were going with like lucy and caleb and you know um uh, chuck and Allie brought alex over for the day and all and so we were really excited to sit down and have this dinner and it was nine of us Mm-hmm. And uh, we got seated, which was so wonderful and it was so perfect, I felt like, for this occasion. If, when you come in, first of all, I guess talk about kind of the arrival. To me, this is very, very California grillish, yeah, right? I was just going to say that. Yeah, when because in, when you come in, you took the elevator to the top of the building because that's where basically the restaurant sits. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we did. And when you come out of the elevators up to the hostess stand, they're just there's wine bottles and bottles of wine yeah it's like at california grill you have that wine wall and and then there's another one where it's really pretty and it's a good little picture place um yeah there's kind of seating when you're waiting for your table off to the left there that Mm -hmm. we were able to go and and hang out a little bit yeah we got some photos of our group and all because we all got a little dressed up nothing crazy but um we got a little bit fancy but yeah it gives me that same feeling when you come out of that elevator and there's just this reveal Mm -hmm. of not only yeah this wine wall and the hostess stand but then as you go and look to the right it's this big you know open restaurant and these big picturesque windows that are looking out over you know the the lake there in caribbean beach and mm-hmm. then off to your right is going to be epcot 
as you come around. And so it's just it's just beautiful there. Mm-hmm. And we got seated in the back. There's actually a private room area in the far back left um, mm-hmm. that you could close off if need be. Um, and so yeah, it was just perfect. Yeah, but it's not like I, I wouldn't have like a conversation that was very like it's it's basically it's not um well, let's see how am i trying to explain this i don't know because it's 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 like mesh or it's like yeah it's, it's i mean it's, it's yeah the walls like, are yeah you're not it's it's not private in the sense right, of right it's yeah. not like a clear glass like room right so yeah. you still can hear the hustle and bustle and but it but it was it was so perfect for this group because oh, it is absolutely. certainly quieter and it is it is and, and it, it was it, easier for us to have conversations yes. with yes. each other and and especially when you're looking at yeah a table of nine you're kind of like you know if the person on one end wants to talk to the person on the other end that can almost be impossible out in the midst of a very yeah. busy restaurant where it was easier to do here yes. and we had Alfred as our yes. uh, cast member, our waiter, who was absolutely incredible. Yeah, he was. And, and I will say this is, you know, you can find amazing service throughout Disney, mm-hmm. you know, property, of course. Yeah. And their cast members are always outstanding. But this is just one of those places where every time we've been, you come away going, that was one of the best servers I've ever had. Yeah. And that's the same way Alfred was. We got some awesome photos with him at the mm-hmm. end because he was just, he was so wonderful. And, and it just... He was he was outstanding, and so they bring you first um, the bread and olive oil. Mm, this so is good. super good, and it also Amy is um, gluten mm-hmm. um, glu- uh, gluten yeah, allergy. Gluten-free. That's yep. sorry, and she got some gluten free bread, which yeah. was super cool. And I was this- so excited that she was able to join, even having this allergy. Yeah. And eat a lot and most everything we were eating as well. And she did get her own menu as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. And this bread is so good. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's like little breadsticks that are all connected. That all, It almost looks it's like, like a, a tree branch. or a yep. branch. Yep. Yeah. From a, from a tree or something. Super cool. And then they explain the olive oil to you and where it comes from and how long it's aged. And it's just super rich and delicious yes. and really has, and, and as somebody who doesn't really like olives, I like mm-hmm. olive oil, but it has a rich olive flavor to it, but one that even I enjoy Yeah, for somebody who doesn't, you know, necessarily like olives. So um, as Rhonda said earlier, this is a French Italian dining, mm-hmm. basically. And so uh, you have a, you know, full menu of things like, you know, antipastos with slow roasted octopus and you have escargot, uh, which I'd really like to try sometime. You have the olives, the warm olives mm, that we got the so last good. time we went. That again, I actually enjoyed. So what uh, did we first kick our meal off with? Because they have a wonderful, wonderful cocktail menu. Mm -hmm. And what did you get? I got the French Rose. And this is Kettle One Citron Vodka. um, uh, Creme de Rose (laughs) Liqueur, basically. Pamplemousse Rose Liqueur. (laughs) Raspberry Agave lemon and soda water for $15. How'd you like this? It was super good. It's just super like refreshing. Yeah. Chuck got the same one. We really, really enjoyed them. Yeah. I I tasted it. I thought it was refreshing. Same with what I got. I got the Topolino Tramato. Uh, and Tramonto actually means sunset and it looks like a sunset. In Italian and it does look like a sunset and and yeah Alfred told us that little bit which was cool and this is vodka uh, Caravella limoncello Aperol lemon agave butterfly pea flower tea for $16 yeah I get just super refreshing mm-hmm. like you know 
if you've listened to us, you know we do our, you know, vodka waters and little splash of lemon juice or a little splash of cranberry. But a lot of times we like to come to restaurants like this that have these, you know, handcrafted specialty cocktails mm-hmm. you can only get here. And we like to get one yeah. uh, just to try it out. And these were delicious. So we go back to the antipasto uh, and we didn't get it this time. But I still want to talk about what I think is their signature. And I'm just going to call it an appetizer in a sense. Oh, uh, okay. What is that? It's That's one of my favorite things on property. Yeah. And I mean, I make my own ricotta and I I guess try to make it as good as this, but it does not turn out as good. But it is. It's tomato, aged balsamic, cracked pepper, basil for $14. And it is just, I don't know, this homemade ricotta is just absolutely, in my opinion, just I could just eat it by the spoonfuls, I feel like. Everything here is just, it's so fresh. Yes. And this is house made ricotta. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rana said she makes it at home a lot. And we started after this. Yeah. Like we went here and we were like, I wonder how you make ricotta. <laughs> and it's real. It's super simple, right? It's, yeah. Was it milk, half and it's or milk, heavy cream? Milk, and- heavy cream. And, um, uh, well, you can do a lemon juice or a lemon like stuff, but there is a um, white balsamic, correct? Or no, white vinegar. A white wine. White wine vinegar. Vinegar. That you can use, and it was so funny because one of the recipes I said said a good white yeah. wine, and I actually got the one that is um, what's the the Bertoli? Yes, yeah. I do like the olive oil and of that brand. Yeah. that yeah. Seriously, they, look look up a recipe so, at home to make. It is super, yeah, easy. super easy. And then we've even gone. You just have to and, stand over it. Yeah, you got to watch it. I mean, it's not one you just set and forget or anything. No. But um, it's really, really good. We'll actually, she'll make big batches of it sometime. And then we'll make um, lasagna or something with it. And you can definitely taste the difference. Yeah. And then what we've done for the for, as an appetizer is actually go to Publix and buy their uh, pre-made pizza dough mm-hmm. that they have over in the bakery section. And I'll just slice it into thin pieces and bake it off and brush it with you know olive oil and sprinkle it with a little garlic and and italian seasoning and it's just it's super good to bring this at home but um this time because you know if you listen to us and and we talk about restaurants if shrimp and grits is on a menu Rhonda's gonna get it Mm -hmm. if duck is on a menu i'm gonna get it yeah and they have in their antipasto is uh gnocchi and it's duck confit pesto bianco uh, garden kale and pine nuts for 16 dollars this I think this could be a meal, this uh, not a, not a heavy meal, but it is I think rich enough and there's enough of it mm-hmm. that you could treat this as a meal. Yeah. What did you think overall? Absolutely, just melt in your mouth, amazing. Yeah, the gnocchi was perfectly cooked. The duck, the tenderness of it, the um, oh my goodness, the. There were little, there were little um, so crispy yummy. bits as well, though, of mm-hmm. the duck that was like a nice balance to the gnocchi. And if you remember well, like when the we... pine nuts, too, yes. which has given you that crunch, too, because the duck was very super, I guess, dare I say, moist yeah. and tender, where that and the gnocchi is a little soft. Yeah, and you get that nice crunch but... from kind of the pine nuts. Mm-hmm. If you remember when we talked about food and wine and we had the gnocchi there... Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, to me personally, I thought it tasted like potato, mm-hmm. which I, it's made from potatoes, Correct. understandable. And I remember Jossie messaging us after and saying, gnocchi, if it's done really well, should taste like pasta. It should not have any flavor of potato. And that's what this was. I mean, this just tasted like an absolutely rich, delicious pasta. And I'm going to apologize now because I'm probably going to use the word rich 
for every dish that we had because <laughs> I think it's the best explanation. There's so much flavor mm-hmm. that rich to me is the only way you can really describe it. And that's what this was. Yeah. I could seriously see going back here and maybe just getting a seat at the bar and having this as my meal. Yeah. And this will be one of those, like the ricotta. Like, so we sat down, we're like, I want the ricotta, but we've had it before. Let's get something different. Right. I'm going to feel the same way about this dish now. Is that I, I want to get it every time. Yeah. But then you think, well, we should try something different yep. when we go back. Yeah. Um, they do have some starters. This is one of Lucy's favorite. Uh, Lucy and Caleb were with us. She got this the last time that we went and we had it last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the organic beet salad. This is fennel, burrata, pickled beets, beet puree, and chives for $16. Did you did you try it this time or do you remember it from the last time that we went? I remember it from the last time because my mom loves beets. Yeah. And I don't like they i shouldn't because i am not that person who usually ever eats with my eyes i guess right but um i tasted it and it was it was it was surprising again just like when we made the good guys burger i I was i was almost mad i liked it but but it was still very earthy and something not that i would pick but yeah. it still was good, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And I think you described that perfectly from, like, you know, I'm not somebody that was, is going to buy beets at home or eat beets Correct. or anything like that. But this is one of those dishes and one of those places where if you're going, you know what? I've never had beets. Oh, I'm interested absolutely. because I know a lot of people absolutely love them. This would be the place to try it. Mm-hmm. This would not be going to Publix and buying beets there and a can <laughs> or something and eating right. it. It would be here. This um, was very fresh, mm-hmm. very light, uh, very enjoyable. The burrata is really good. But yeah, I'm not going to probably choose this myself. Right. But this is the place to try it if you've never had it. All right. Let's move on to what I think uh, Topolinos does better than anywhere else on property. And that is their handcrafted pastas. Oh, yeah. And the first one, I believe it was Chuck that got this, was the rigatoni. Mm -hmm. And we have gotten this before Mm -hmm. ourselves. And this is a braised chicken sugo, uh, broccolini, pancetta, wild mushroom, parmigiano-reggiano. $32, I think, is a really good price for a fine dining signature restaurant of this quality and caliber Mm -hmm. for an entire entree. How do you like this dish do you remember from the last time when we've gotten it before yeah it was really good and and his portion was it felt like it was huge too i don't know why yeah these are big thick rigatoni noodles uh it's very earthy and for someone who who doesn't care for mushrooms normally Mm -hmm. this is a good earthy kind of mushroom flavor that is added to it it's a nice light sauce but it perfectly coats the pasta Mm -hmm. you've got that chicken in there like i love this thing i think it's it's really good this is this is one of those everything that we've ever had here is good. Oh yeah. But I think this is one of those fail safes in a sense where even if somebody like for my parents who are not very adventurous and I'm not going to call this place adventurous, <laughs> but it is for like my parents. Yeah. This is the type of dish that I would say I recommend you do the chicken rigatoni. You're going to like it. Mm, yeah, I Don't mean think? I do, but then sometimes when you're so like set in your ways yeah. they that mushroom that more earthy might throw them Be off off-putting. or whatever you probably yeah. have to get it without it and, and that's the thing i mean like any disney restaurant you know if you have for example gluten allergies right. or you have any sort of allergies you just have something you don't like all of this stuff is being made fresh yeah. right for you so if you don't want the mushrooms don't get the mushrooms if you don't like broccolini don't get the broccolini yeah you know it's great that they're going to really i mean literally handcraft this for you mm-hmm. so we had our eyes, uh, yes. both not only myself, but Lucy as well. We had our eyes on a dish from day 
one that we got this reservation <laughs> and what did we opt to get because you and i split yeah this. we were gonna split it and we got the lobster linguine it is english peas saute so, or excuse me sauce american sure oh american <laughs> i'm no, like I don't know. pickled onions squid ink to tool for 49 dollars yeah, I think ours was actually fifty-two that night. I believe it was at a market price. Okay. So online it's listed at forty-nine, but I believe that night for us it was fifty-two. And that's why we split. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to be one hundred percent honest, um, this is a wonderful portion for one. Mm-hmm. I think um, when you're looking at a you know fifty-dollar entree, and a lot of their entrees certainly are around that price. As we'll go into talking to some of the other ones that people had around the table. Uh, we just personally were looking at what is the overall cost going to be of this meal because mm-hmm. we knew we wanted an appetizer. We knew we wanted an entree. We wanted to get a dessert. Right. We wanted to have a drink, you know, so you're adding it up in your head. Otherwise, we would have each gotten something, but it mm-hmm. was basically based on budgeting and finance. Yeah. Um, I I absolutely love this dish, and I, I'm glad that we didn't spend twice as much money on entrees, but at the same time, I could have easily eaten this whole thing. Oh, I agree. Myself. I thought it was a perfect portion for one. I agree, because I was a little sad when I saw it, not going to lie, because I Knowing did, we had to split it. Knowing we had <laughs> yeah. to split it, and knowing that, like, I mean, next to Chuck's and next to Allie's, actually, I just felt like- Ours was definitely the smaller of yeah. everything. I mean, even up to Alex, too. Like, everybody's, I guess, dish I felt like was more. And don't get me wrong. This was absolutely perfect. And even splitting, it was probably good that I didn't have yeah. more. Yeah. It's pasta, you know. It can be heavy. Yes. So, um, but it was outstanding. Yeah. I, I loved it. I will say, if you're going and you're thinking of getting this, Go ahead and just splurge and, and budget and get another entree too, so that you can enjoy yeah. all of this yourself, mm-hmm. or get two of these or something. Yeah, I mean lobster tail, mm-hmm. uh, real fresh, delicious. I'll say it again, rich pasta. <laughs> I loved this so much yeah. that yeah, I just I wanted more. Um, I, I'm glad that we split. I'm glad that we saved the money. But I will say, anybody who's going again, we're fortunate enough. We can go back to Topolino's mm-hmm. when we want to, yeah. uh, and get other stuff. If you're there, your once in a year trip or your once in a lifetime trip, right. I'd go ahead and splurge and go ahead and get yourself one of these other entrees <laughs> that yeah. we we all got to taste this night as other people ordered. I'll be honest, this is not something I would have ever considered ordering at Topolino's. It was recommended to Ali by Alfred. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that this is a wonderful dish, and it is the classic sole um, fish. Which is a fish. Yeah, so this is sea beans, capers, asparagus, English peas, toy box tomatoes, and petite potatoes. This is $50. That seems like a lot for a fish dish. But, but it's a whole fish. Yeah. This was huge. It was. It was. And she let us try it. It was really Holy shockingly moly. good. I didn't know that I liked sole. I mean, it's a pretty, I feel like, basic white fish. You know, we really like... Firm white fish like a mahi or mm-hmm. cobia. Mm-hmm. This is much uh, flakier. I feel like lighter, and the flavors were just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They were really good, and it was so funny because the little potatoes I thought were little mushrooms the yeah. way they were, and she's like, "No, they're actually um, potatoes." And I was like, "Oh wow!" And I tasted them, and they, it was it was fantastic. Like the beets. If you're somebody who maybe has just never had fish, you don't think you like fish. You know, a lot of people are turned off when fish smells like mm-hmm. fish. And fish shouldn't smell like fish. Oh, gosh, no. It, it should smell fresh. Right. It should not have that what you consider 
you know, rotting fish <laughs> smell. So if you're somebody who's just like, I don't like fish, I'm not saying you go and order this for yourself, but if somebody else at your table orders it, this is the time for you to try fish. Well, Alex actually does not like yeah. seafood. Uh, it, well, from what I think I understood, I don't know if it was just directly fish, but Allie was like, Alex, I'm telling you, taste it. And he was very hesitant, but he did. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And and he doesn't like fish at all. Yeah. So I thought that was amazing. And there is your like. Yeah. You think you don't example. like fish? This is the time. Yep. This is definitely the time to try it. I'm not saying you're going to walk away and like fish everywhere, but I think you will like it here very, very much. Uh, next, we're going to move on to the sea scallops. This comes with a celery root risotto, uh, boer noisette, baby shiitake mushrooms, and a truffle jam for $50. I want to get the sea scallops next time. Did you? You had one, right? I did taste, and it was outstanding. <laughs> I Who got this one? Uh, this was Amy. Got this. Okay. Um, I absolutely love scallops. I, I know, know you, you do. don't care for them. I know, but... and then I think she wanted to try to give me a taste, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, it was delicious. Oh, super I'm sure good, it was. super flavorful. Yeah. Nice big scallops. When they're perfectly cooked with that sear on the outside, but they're tender inside. Like yeah. when scallops are done really well, I almost want to say they're like a medium. You know what I mean? Like they're still real soft inside. Right, right, right. Like they're almost fully like a cooked. Steak. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. fully cooked, but they're almost not. Mm -hmm. It's like it's there's an edge. It's like there's a second that you could go from perfectly cooked to overcooked. And Disney from this restaurant down to the festivals, we've always said, does an amazing job with scallops. They've yes. got the timing. They've got everything done perfectly on these. Yeah. So next we'll move into what Caleb had, and that is the filet mignon. This has like a potato puree, a bordelais sauce, asparagus, mushrooms, a shallot vinaigrette, and I, I've had this in the past. I just heard the first say you've had this, there. and it's so good, right? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm still. I think if I were to, there's so much time in between them. Either this or the uh, fillet from Flying Fish is my favorite on property. Okay, I had them so far in between that the most recent Flying Fish is currently my number one. This was my, no, my my number one leading up to that. So I feel <laughs> like if I was able to like side by side taste them. Right. Um, either one could win out. Okay. But this is so good here. Yeah. And how does he get it? Like medium? Oh, medium. Perfect. Yeah. Go medium. It's or medium be rare even. Even medium rare. Mm -hmm. That's the thing like we've talked about before is you go to, you know, you go to Outback Steakhouse, you <laughs> tend to order uh, much further under how you really want it. So right. if you want a medium steak, you order it medium rare. Yeah. And you're going to get it medium. Correct. If you want a medium rare, you order it rare. Right. Disney, places like this, Flying oh, Fish, yeah. you know, uh, Yachtsman, again, Topolinos, like you order it exactly as you want because mm -hmm. that's how they're going to give mm -hmm. it to you. Yep. So 100%. Um, one thing we almost forgot and you actually uh, reminded me of it is what did we get as one of our enhancements? Yeah. So I was thinking about that and they do have enhancements. And because I <clears throat> excuse me, I knew that when we were splitting, I was looking at the enhancements and they have charred broccolini and I absolutely love it. It's only ten dollars. It's olive butter and candied almonds on this broccolini. And I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. I just love a good green. And broccolini is one of my probably favorites. I yeah. eat it at work uh, probably once a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually. 
the broccolini to me per like cooking it is much like asparagus where you do have some of the stem or stalk mm-hmm. that can sometimes be either undercooked and it's it's hard mm-hmm. or it's overcooked and it becomes stringy and a little bit too chewy and so i think to perfect both either asparagus or broccolini uh they did a wonderful job of this they did. i really like the candied almonds with it mm-hmm. which i wouldn't have ever really thought. I mean, again, we go back to our dish with the pine nuts earlier with the gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives that little bit of crunch, a little mm-hmm. bit of extra flavor, that nuttiness. I thought it was super duper good. Yes. So you and I did get a dessert. Mm-hmm. What did we get for dessert? Well, of course, if there's creme brulee on the menu, I'm getting it. And this was a vanilla and citrus creme brulee. Um and this had the 50th anniversary chocolate stamp. This yeah. is $14. Um, it had some strawberry foam. It had some sugared beignets with it, which were super tiny, though. You're like miniature like donut holes, right? Really tiny. Yeah. And to be, called, to, be, to be called beignets. Yeah. But they like, totally were beignets. Yeah. I mean, the sure. flavor, the, you didn't get as much. <laughs> I would say you didn't get as much as the of the um, doughy inside. Yes, right. Correct. There was a lot more of the outside yep. uh, powdered sugary. I don't even know if this was powdered sugar. Wasn't it, wasn't. it more like a it crystallized like a, sugar, mm-hmm. right? It was yeah. more like a sugar donut. Yes, it really tiny, was tiny. That's donut. a perfect way to put it. Yeah, it was super. But it was good. good and refreshing. And right? this creme brulee was fantastic. I loved it. Very, very good. Yeah. And then uh, Chuck and Allie and Alex, they got the cheese board. <laughs> Which always uh, makes me I laugh. apologize, Gary. Um, international selections, honeycomb, figs, mushroom, conserva, and Marcona almonds for $18. Mm-hmm. They really, really enjoyed this. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm... I'm. So our, our good friend Gary over in Scotland, he does not like... He doesn't really like cheese. He doesn't like charcuterie right. and stuff. I do agree. I think I know this has sweetness to it with the honeycomb and the figs and stuff like that. I still think charcuteries or cheese boards are an interesting selection for dessert. I agree. Like part of me gets it, but part of me feels like that needs to be an appetizer. But oh, I'm not going to hate on it. I would still I would still get it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And I would get it as an appetizer, though, yeah. just not for dessert. That's for sure. where to me. But, you know, it, it takes all like I'm a I'm a sweet person. Yeah. So, you know, that's why it's probably on there for people that aren't really sweet, but they kind of want that after. Like, Lucy actually got a espresso martini. Yes. Instead of an actual, like, dessert. So, and that was super good, she said. Oh, it was, was, yeah, very, very good. You tasted it, didn't you? I did taste it. It was Mm -hmm. outstanding. We used to get the espresso martinis. That's when we first met Ken, who is now at Bar Riva. He used to do them in the little um, uh, coffee shop down in the Riviera Lobby right next to the uh, store there. Um. I ended up getting for the first time ever. I don't know why. I was like, I'm going to do something weird. I'm going to do like an aperitif, oh, yeah, like right, a dessert uh, drink. And mm-hmm. I actually got a cognac. I got uh cavassier, mm-hmm. which I never had. Um, I really enjoyed it as like a dessert beverage. It has a nuttiness, a butteriness. Like it's hard to explain, but I really enjoyed sipping on that. Well, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something different. They give it in this cool little like Cavassier glass mm-hmm. that is made for these types of drinks. And I really enjoyed it. Well, good. So where would you rate now that we've been back Topolino's mm. this meal, overall experience, so service, everything? It's 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 up there. Is it up oh, in yeah. your top restaurants on Disney yeah. property? 100%. Yeah. I would say. I just. Top yeah. three? Yeah. I mean, it's probably the only reason it probably falls a little under. California Grill is because, you know, California Grill's got the Magic Kingdom you're overlooking, yeah. and you've got 
like fireworks if you're staying right. there and having a later dinner. Um, but food wise and and actually crazy not expensive to me is Topolinas. And I yeah. would I would prefer to probably like if you were like, Hey, we can get a Topolinas or a Cali Grill, I'd be like, Oh, let's just go to Topolinas. Would you? I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. I absolutely love it here. Um, I think the pricing is pretty on point and similar mm-hmm. to California Grill. I do think overall, like you just said, based on being there right by Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, where, uh, you know, we've gone before where the sun hadn't even set mm-hmm. at California Grill and you're looking at Space Mountain yeah. and you're looking at the castle. So I think that view and atmosphere can edge out Topolino's a little bit. Right. But I think when you're talking almost same priced food, like California Grills now, steak and all has taken a back seat for me, mm-hmm. too. But it's also been a long time since we've been, been back to California Grill, I so I feel like we can't. And really I believe say. our last experience there was when we sat at the bar and I got that weird potato mm-hmm. chip pizza, <laughs> which kind of set me off a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, highly recommend Topolino. So again, Absolutely. Mouse Dining. You can check them out at msmfriends.com. They're right there at the top of our page. Uh, free service you can use to set those alerts if you could not get your top- Topolino's reservation. Highly, highly recommend breakfast. The steak at yes. breakfast is outstanding. That breakfast. Oh, that's so that's where I think that's hard because I feel like you can't beat that. Like dinner's fantastic. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. But the breakfast is just. There's no comparison. Yeah. Because it's not just your standard, you right. know, eggs, bacon, sausage, right. Mickey waffles. This is taking breakfast to a whole other level mm-hmm. for a sit down restaurant, I think. And it does it absolutely fantastic. I agree. Um, so before we start to wrap up here, I do want to say. This is insane because in the next week and a half, we have our uh, 500th episode, mm-hmm. which is crazy. nuts. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing, That's amazing. Uh, a lot like the 400th that we did, we are allowing you folks, you wonderful listeners to call in. And if you call into 386-866-0236, we would love for you to leave us a message that we will uh, try to feature on the episode. And what we want you to do is tell us uh, what your name is where you're from, and what is your Disney wish? (laughs) And why are we going that route, Rhonda? Because we will be on the wish, the Disney newest cruise boat. One week prior to this episode airing. So little, I guess little spoiler alert. We have a little handheld recorder we just got on Amazon because we can't pack all the big time podcast equipment. Mm -hmm. And our goal is while on the wish, not only with our wonderful friends that we'll be with is but to connect with some other folks and guests uh, and Disney lovers, maybe some cast members if we can. And we want to ask them the same question. Mm -hmm. What is your Disney wish? And Mm -hmm. that can be absolutely anything. So again, that is 386-866-0236. Leave us a message, name, where you're from. What is your Disney wish? 500. Woohoo. That's crazy. To That's me. amazing. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to go ahead and get new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, you can hit that subscribe button. If you want to catch all kinds of cool stuff coming up, you can check out our Patreon group at wonderlandcrew.com. And finally, you're out on the internet. You subscribe. You're joining Wonderland Crew. We'd be so very thankful if you left us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.